Right, I'm joined here at uh, Autosport International 2017 by Matt James of uh, Motorsport News, editor of Motorsport News, and Paul O'Neill, uh, racing commentator or commentator with the ITV team and their fantastic coverage of the Dunlop MSA British Touring Car Championship. You said, Paul, I'd better speak to, to Matt first, and that I shall do. Just a, a quick one off the back of last year, uh, Matt, the type of season that we had, how fantastic it was, how close it was at the end of the day. It was a real corker, wasn't it, 2016? It just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? We had eight guys going into the last round with a, or the last meeting with a chance of the series title. We had 12 guys winning races overall, which is a third of the field on the podium, I think, or half the field on the podium. The, the numbers are staggering, and you just wonder if it can ever beat that. But each year it comes back it does so god knows what we're in store for this year exactly something to look forward to and matt the champion uh, gordon shedden picked up his third title paul um what what do you say about gordon shedden as as a champion and how would you rate him having known this series been involved in this series for as long as you have how highly would you rate gordon shedden as a, a btcc champion yeah it pains me to say it because i don't really like him <laughs> but he is one of the best that i think we've ever seen um, that's a joke, obviously. I love him. He's a great guy. But, you know, I raced against Gordon in, oh, I think it was 08, 09, 10, and I knew he was good, and, but Matt had the edge on him. And I remember reading an article that uh, Matt James wrote saying, you know, what's going to happen when, um, you know, our shed, uh, sorry, our uh, Plato's and, and Matt Neal's go, who's going to replace them, and is Gordon good enough for that? And he, and he kind of wasn't at the time. And like I think it was 2010, I think it was. And he is just, for me now, I reckon he's like, Matt won't like me saying this, but he's like head and shoulders above him. Yeah. And that is a massive thing to say that about another three-time champion. He's one of the best I think we've ever seen. He is, he's got everything. He has got everything. He seems to just pull it out of the bag when he needs to, and he can just win whenever he needs to. He looks like he'd be the one to beat in 2017. But hey, let's, well, you, you I'm just, the face at me I'm there I'm just then, trying Matt. to work out how Gordon Shedden can be head and shoulders taller than Matt Neal. Oh, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's quite point. an effort, that. <laughs> Giving him a bunk up. It's <laughs> a point well made, uh, Matt. But uh, again, it's not all just about Gordon Shedden. And going into the new season as we stand here at uh, Autosport International, um, driver announcements have been made and teams where drivers are swapped from, from one to the other and I'm thinking more so I suppose at the moment now we look over at the Pertec car, WSR Pertec car with Andrew Duran going to uh, WSR, a big move and a big move for Andrew and one that well, I th- we should follow with interest to say the least yeah totally right Andrew's got I, I wrote a piece on autosport.com saying I think he's the guy with the most to prove this year actually um, you know he has gone from team to team to team recently over the last three four years he needs to settle somewhere and prove himself there are a number of big pieces of the jigsaw we're still waiting to fit into place and that's going to be very interesting to see what happens particularly over the next 14 days Within the WSR team with well yeah who are they going to be the yeah. teammates at West Surrey what, what's happening with Subaru what's happening with the MG teams there's a lots of pieces that need to click together before we can see in the rounds what the big challenges are going to be and where it comes from. Andrew's done the testing with the car already. He's been out and he's he reckons he can win championships with it. He does say that at the start of every year, of yeah, course, yeah, and which driver wouldn't, but, but he genuinely seems optimistic, but we need the other bits to fall into place before we can tell roughly where it's going to sit. Exactly, and new young drivers coming in with... Uh, team shredded wheat as they are now with their bright uh, Ford Focus and everything with the uh, motor-based performance. Exciting again because everyone talks about the championship and you just both you've been saying it. Matt Neals and uh, Jason Plato's won't be around forever so the likes of Luke Davenport and uh, Antwater Neals coming in as well. Uh, you know that's really really exciting with ADMTuning.com. Yeah, 
Yeah, totally. I'm, I've been a big fan of Ants from uh, from the moment he got car racing, actually, since he went into a, the Mini Challenge. Um, he's got a short oval background, which means I like him anyway, because yeah. anyone who's raced on short ovals is always cool. Um, and he, he drives really well. He's, he's, he's nice and aggressive and feisty, and he'll, he'll stick his nose in where it's not wanted, and that's yeah. good. Um, and you say Luke Davenport as well at the Shreddy Week Team Motorbase. There's a lot of new names coming in, but you know, as, as Paul knows, touring cars is such a tough nut to crack. You know, you coming into this championship against guys that are hugely experienced in these particular types of cars as well. So it, it's a measure of how good the new guys are as to how quickly they can get to grips with the guys that know what they're doing, and and that can take a season or even more. Yeah, you know. it certainly can. And all of the cars got. Yeah, I was just going to say, Matt, Matt said the right thing there. I think you know, I think in British touring cars, your first season is free. Ash Sutton's first season was free, but he did such a good job. That's the benchmark now. Yeah. So that's what your Ant Wharton Eels will struggle to achieve because of, you know, AMD's car, no disrespect, but it's not a factory MG. But, you know, Davenport, these guys have come through the formulas and they've won races, you know, so it's no mean feat to do that. But they are proper, proper people. Ant Wharton Eels, Clio champion. I watched him win a race at Snetterton in the Mini Challenge. And I was like, he's one to watch. And But they've got to look at Ash Sutton and what he's done because you get your first season for free and, and Ash Sutton now has to prove his worth. It was the same for me in 2002. Yeah. First season was free, won a race. Everyone thought it was mega. Your next year, you, you struggled to put it. Yeah, I got rubble. But for all of us, it's exciting again talking about the young bloods. It's great to watch the, the experienced drivers out on the circuit and they show us exactly what they are capable of. But when a new driver comes into the championship and I think like you say you can see it you can spot it a mile off that they're good good drivers and that excites us all I think that are involved in the Dunlop MSA Bridge Touring Car Championship doesn't it? It does and you know and so it should but I think it's great it just shows how strong British Touring Cars is and the budgets are it's not easy to get a budget for this that's why I work for ITV but at the same time for Ant Wharton Eels to win a Clio Cup Championship and come into British Touring Cars, it, sh- it seems like Alan and the team are doing you know, a good job and putting the media spotlight on the championship and it's bringing in people like Shredded Wheat, it's keeping Matt Jackson in the championship, who's one of the best touring car drivers, he's up there with Shedden, so it's great, the championship is in, is in a, it's in, is in a it's good in a great. I was going to say, where do you see this championship, Matt, now? You've been covering this for a number of years, the British Touring Car Championship. Where it stands at the moment now, how... How big is it? How special is it? You know, if we look back in 20 years, you'll write about it maybe still. And you know, how would you sum up you know, the, the, the period that we're going through at the moment within the championship? It is always very difficult when you're in the middle of a, a exactly. competitive season to take a step back and assess where does this sit. I wrote a piece in Autosport this week looking back at the RS500 to go, what a fabulous time that was. But I remember being around then, and at yeah. the time, it was just touring cars. It was just the racing. You'd turn up every weekend and they would race. Only subsequently, you look back and go, God, that was good. But when you think about, as we go back to last year, eight drivers in with a shout at the champion, that's going to be something you will look back on and go, God, that is really competitive. Now, whether it can sustain that over the next 20 years, I would say probably not, because most championships are cyclical and they'll come and they'll go. So this probably could be a halcyon period, although Mr Gow would hate me saying that. Yeah, I'm sure that he would do. But we are in a good period at the moment and we're all really enjoying it, aren't we? And again, the fans, that right, you, they watch it through the telly with you, Paul, and your commentary and uh, analysis of, of a race weekend. But the fans that turn up at the race meetings every weekend, it's, again, testament to the success of this championship and you know what the champion ship brings yeah there's, I think there's, there's no pla- there's no better place to watch it you know than on the telly if I'm honest but on a Saturday I, I cannot believe last year how many Saturdays I walked around the paddock 
and it was busier on a Saturday than it ever was on a Sunday when I was in it in 2011 yeah. and that says a lot about the championship so at least we've got the atmosphere at the track and also fantastic coverage from, from ITV as well and it just shows how strong it is again where they've put you know a seven year deal together and they've employed me for another three there you go which you're excited <laughs> about and we are as well just as a final question then you're one to watch for 2017 not who's going to win it but one to Ooh. watch you you're excited about could it be Ant Morton Hills um, do you know what I think Ant, Ant will be looking at top tens I think um, but do you know who I'm really excited to watch again Ash Sutton he's the Max Verstappen of British touring cars and my eyes will be right on him and if they get whatever it is they're doing right at Triple Eight he is going to be one to watch because he really doesn't care what anyone thinks and what anyone does. He gets on with it. It's going to be a me- mega season, but I, I would, I just, I want to watch him do his thing. Fantastic, and you as well, Matt, as a final. You're one to watch for 2017. Sorry to be boring, but it's exactly the same as Paul. It's, it's Ash Sutton. What an impact he made last year. And, and Paul's right. His attitude is, well, you know, I'm, I'm here to win. I'm not here for a learning process. I want to go out there and do it, which he did last year. Um, and he's only going to get better because, as Paul said, he's had a year now. <clears throat> Whatever car he turns up in, you know, he'll have had that experience and he'll be even faster. So, yeah, more wins on the horizon for him. Fantastic. Gentlemen, lots to look forward to. Paul O'Neill, Matt James, thank you very much indeed. Great to chat to you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. No problem.